Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a winning day on Wednesday. And my oh my, does it feel good to say that. Now, it wasn't a great day. The math worked out for me. But most importantly, I got my confidence back. So let's recap the winning card for Wednesday. We cash on UNC Asheville minus the nine and a half. I played that rare game between six and 12. It actually worked out for me. I may do it again. We cash on St. John's minus the two and a half at Georgetown. That one got dicey late, but the Red Storm, they executed the press. They got easy buckets and they end up cashing for me. Then it was Heartbreak Hotel with the two teams that I love. Minnesota plus the 17. They lose by 18 at Maryland. Then DePaul, yet another double-digit lead. I'm laying the two, and I lose by one. Both of those teams have had a tough year. I don't know why I continue to bet on them, because they end up costing me money. Then on Twitter, you back the Blue Demons, so I get to lose on them twice. But our OPP plays work out. We cash on Clemson minus the five. We cash on UConn minus the seven and a half. And we lose on James Madison minus the one. Put the math together. We made $40. It's nice to turn profit. But most importantly, once again, I got my confidence back. And I did not play Boise State in the nightcap, which was also lucky for me because I just saw Boise State missed five free throws in the final 25 seconds to not cover. So whoever backed the Lobos in New Mexico, congrats on the win. And for those of you that back Boise State, oh boy, you have my sympathy because that was a tough one. But as I was saying about the confidence, about two, three in the afternoon on Wednesday, as I'm handicapping the card for Thursday, nothing was clear. I just didn't have confidence. I could not see a play on the entire card. But as I started to cash a few tickets on Wednesday night, and then I get St. John's home to guarantee profit for the day and not be embarrassed about my performance, It's like the card started to become clear, and I started to see plays that I didn't see earlier in the day. So does that mean I'm going to go 0-4? I don't know. Does it mean I'm going to go 4-0? I don't know. But now I can say this. I actually like the card instead of forcing four plays onto the card. So let's get to it. We start in the Ohio Valley Conference, the OVC. It is Southern Indiana, minus the 5.5 over Tennessee Tech. So this is an off-the-radar game, no doubt about that, but I really, really like this one. It's the final home game of the season for the Screaming Eagles in their first year at the Division I level. They're 10-3 and at home this season, a win, and they would guarantee themselves a winning record. The Screaming Eagles in the non-conference actually played well. They beat Missouri Valley Conference teams, Southern Illinois and Indiana State, And those two aren't bottom dwellers either. They're both in the top half of the league. Plus, Southern Indiana played very tough at Missouri, losing by only six to open the season. So this team did have a tough stretch, losing four straight during the middle or latter part of the conference season, including a pair in overtime. But this team can score. They averaged 76.6 points per game. Meanwhile, for Tennessee Tech, they're 9-7 and in the OVC. They won 84-69 in the first meeting as a one-point favorite. They shot over 50% in that game. Meanwhile, Southern Indiana was without their second-leading score. All the motivation in the world is on the Southern Indiana side. I'm on the Screaming Eagles, minus the five and a half over Tennessee Tech. 
Plus, I like the nickname, Screaming Eagles. That's one of my favorites in the league, I think. Next up, another off-the-radar game. We go to the Summit League. It is North Dakota State minus the three over St. Thomas. So in just their second year transitioning from Division Three to Division One, the St. Thomas Tommies are having an excellent season. They're 18-11 and 11 overall. They're 9-7 and seven in the Summit League, tied with North Dakota State for third place. St. Thomas has won two straight, and they've won four out of six games. They're four and eight away from home this season. North Dakota State, on the other hand, well, they had their three-game winning streak snapped, losing by eight at Oral Roberts last time out. The Bison have a top-notch player in Grant Nelson, and if you go to the team page on ESPN, he's one of the few players that I've ever seen to lead his team in all of the statistical categories listed. He leads the team in points rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. Yeah, you don't see that every day on ESPN. St. Thomas won the first meeting by 10 to drop the buys into 3-11 and 11 overall. Since then, though, North Dakota State is 9-5. and five. The Bison need to win this game to get the three seed next week in the conference tournament, which would guarantee them the opportunity to avoid top seed Oral Roberts, who is 16-0 in the conference until the title game. You don't want to fall to the four line with Oral on the one line. Expect blizzard conditions in Fargo. It's whiteout night in the arena. Give me the bison. Minus the three over St. Thomas. Next up, we go to the Big Ten. It's Illinois. Minus the five over Northwestern. So Brad Underwood and the Fighting Illini have had my back the last five times that I've bet on them. I'm going back to the well again tonight with or without Shannon in the lineup. Cash Sunday in Northwestern against Iowa. The Wildcats are good. They're legit. They've won five straight basketball games. They're second in the Big Ten at 11-5. and five. They are 20-7 and seven overall. They're even 6-2 and two on the road. That's on Open College Basketball. They've got their dancing shoes on, and they're ready to go. Northwestern ranks 22nd in defensive efficiency in the country, but Illinois isn't far behind at number 29. The Wildcats give up 61.9 points per game. The Fighting Illini give up 65.4 points per game. Meanwhile, Illinois is better on offense, scoring 6.5 more points per game. They shoot 45.5% versus 41.1%. Northwestern won the first meeting. 73 to 60 as a three and a half point underdog when both teams shot under 40% for the game. But the big storyline was Northwestern made 32 of 40 free throws in that game compared to just six of 10 shooting for the fighting Illini at the line. Just a slight 26 point edge at the free throw line. No way that happens again tonight. This one is a huge game for seeding, a win and Illinois is tied for third place in the Big Ten. A loss, and Illinois is tied for eighth place with Iowa in the Big Ten. Give me the fight in Illini, and Brad Underwood, minus the five tonight against Northwestern. Then your final game of the card for you is also in the Big Ten. It's Rutgers, minus the six over Michigan. So I'm going to enter that zone again that I disliked for the second consecutive night. Six just feels like a ton with a team that scores under 70 points per game, but I'm going to run with it. Both teams will likely be impacted by injury, 
No Howard for Michigan would seem to be the most significant factor, if truly out. Dickinson, though, is a major factor all the time. And even without Howard, let's not forget the Wolverines finished on a 12-0 run against Michigan State on Saturday to get the win. Rutgers, on the other hand, they ended their three-game losing skid with a nice one-point victory at Wisconsin over the weekend. First meeting of the year between the two schools. Rutgers has a top-notch defense. They are 14-3 and at home this season, but their losses have been a little head-scratching to Nebraska, Iowa, and Steeden Hall. So they're definitely beatable this year at home. Michigan, on the other hand, they're 2-5 and five away from home with wins at Northwestern and Minnesota. Both teams are 9-7 and seven in the Big Ten. Against my better judgment, I'm going to back Rutgers, minus the six at home over Michigan. So let's recap the card for Thursday. In the OVC, I'm on Southern Indiana, minus the five and a half over Tennessee Tech. In the Summit League, I'm on North Dakota State, minus the three over St. Thomas. In the Big Ten, I like Illinois, minus the five over Northwestern. And also in the Big Ten, I'm on Rutgers, minus the six against Michigan. So that's your card for Thursday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.